You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. I, I thought he was not quite as precisely accurate last year, as consistently so as we know him to be, because he's. you can make the argument that Aaron Rodgers is the best thrower of the football we've ever seen. I, I would say he wasn't quite that guy. Broadcasting either. live from the ESPN Madison studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. I'm late out one time for this damn show, and I got a big out at 357.05 no, 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 on no, here. No, 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 One time. We're out early today. Oh, okay. That's not the normal time. Okay. Why are we out early today? Uh, because Scalzo and Brust are here in Madison today. Yeah. And we have to uh, turn around our video stream, so we need an extra 45 seconds to do it. I thought we just cut it short, just, you know. Kind of, kind of out of work early. I'm going to go ahead and reference the, the, the Chappelle show. I'm not going to do it. F them. That's why. They can just be late. We're out of Madison. We're here every day. <laughs> I don't care about Scalzo and Brust and their video feed. People can wait to see Scalzo's long, uh, luscious hair I'm excited a couple to seconds. See it. I'm excited to see it. Not super excited to see Brust, who we talked to before the show. Yeah, because you saw him. Yeah. He's, he's, he's making inappropriate comments about his dog and... Bruce, it Bruce, yep, yeah. and me, and I don't know. He's just a weirdo. Man. You can't do that though. What did he say? I can't repeat it. Is why I said weird comments. But you have to give me some sort of. He asked me if I it. like. Okay, fine. You fall on no. the sword here if I say it. But my point is, you can't just dangle that out there and then not share it. All right, Mr. So Radio Guy. The uh, the 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 area of your nether regions between uh, the twins. And what did you call it? the nooks and crannies? The what? nooks and crannies, right? In between there, he asked me if I like it being petted there. That's what Ben Brust asked me. Well, about. first of all, did he use that word? Because that's not a word. What word? You can pet. You don't. Well, we, yeah. There's not a past tense. It's not Ed. It's not. Is well, he six? My six-year-old still struggles with that, and I work on it. No, he said pet, but the, okay. The, the you word the, he you're used the to problem. describe the area, I cannot say. I anymore. know, but you. I just want to make sure that it's a pet peeve of mine. You pet a See dog. What you did there? Uh, it's not petted. What did I say? You said petted. All right, whatever. So you used the wrong tense. That's what got. That's the the gist of the. Uh, story nonetheless, today. nonetheless, excited to see Scalzo. Not so much Brust. Chris from Manitowoc Waters chimes in. Strofe, hey buddy, Rogers still sucks just as much as yesterday. Hey Chris, I disagree. Rogers tweeting uh, just moments ago, folks on Twitter, replying to Sauce Gardner who called Aaron Rodgers his chaperone after Jessica Alba tweeted at Sauce Gardner. We've got all sorts of drama going on on Twitter today. And we established yesterday that Jessica Alba is famous for just being hot. Jessica Alba. I don't want to be disingenuous. Like, she's Why just is that fam- disingenuous? Well, not disingenuous. I don't want to be... That's a compliment. But, well, no. I don't want to disregard... She's been in a lot of things. So she's more famous for being in a lot of things, even if none of them have been great. Yeah, that's that's correct. That's but all. I don't want to be a caveman of also- like, she's only... <laughs> We only know her because she's pretty. Well, she's also talented enough to be in a lot of things. It just hasn't been anything great. There's something positive about caveman mentality, though, Jimmy. Like, it's very very simple. It's easily digestible. Like, me being like, yeah, Jessica Alba's smoking hot. She's famous. But that's different. You said she's only famous because she's hot, and I think that disregards her ability. It goes a long way. 
Goes a long way. Tell me about it. <laughs> yeah, right. Damn straight, Jimmy. Damn straight. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. It's the Monster Blue. You know what to do. Yeah, that's crush at Coors Light. Matt Hamilton bailed on the show. I think it's nap time or something. I'm not even kidding. Uh, I think Team Schuster's napping. Are you serious? Yeah, because he shares a house with Team Schuster. And the vibe I kind of got was that either they're doing some sort of like team bonding thing or the team wants to nap. And he's oh. like, well, I need to do the show so you can't nap here. Rightfully so. I mean, he is an Olympian and they are competing, so Fair. he kind of just said, hey, I, can, I, do you mind if I put Team Schuster first? I said, no, that's fine. No, nah, that's what he's got to do this week. It is what it is. Uh, we've got we've got the legendary Ryan Wollersheim making us sound good today, so we'll be fine. Infamous, sound good, look legendary. good. What, what, what would you call him? Infamous? I'd In- call him legendary. Infamous? Yeah. What have I done that's so infamous? Well, isn't infamous a bad thing? It's the opposite of famous. It's fa- speaking, being famous for a bad words, reason. Speaking of opposite words, there's this Twitter and, and Instagram account I follow. It's called Dude with Sign. He lives in New York. He just writes things on a cardboard cutout and just stands outside of busy streets in Times Square. The sign he held yesterday said, is bi-weekly twice a week or every other week? Because it's both. But we need to make a decision. Like, why we can't have a word have two different meanings that are very similar. What the hell are you talking about? That's all the English language. That's why it's the most difficult yeah, language it, to it learn. Is a, it is a really confusing language, and you, know, you can barely master it because the past tense master it. of past uh, of oh, pet ma- is pet. Master it. How about let's just get it down first? But yeah, bi-weekly. That's one that bugs me. Anyway, I, I have no idea. What, we were going to talk about Jordan Love, right? So in a second, <laughs> but. I was obviously having a little fun with our, our, our friend there, Walshon, but he is mysterious, so I just said he's infamous because maybe he's uh, notoriously evil. Is mysterious notoriously fair evil. for you? Mysterious? I'll take mysterious. Yeah. He's mysterious. I don't know. Maybe he's wonderful. Maybe he's infamous. We don't know the full Wolersheim backstory. We don't have that yet. I know he was in boxing club in college, and I he's did. wearing his I boxing club sweatshirt yes. today. Yes. Well, Ben Bruss is in in our Madison office today, so I had to make sure he, he remembered what he was going the up. The long running rivalry of Wollersheim versus Brust. All righty. Eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. How you get into the show? Uh, Jordan Love, man. It is interesting. It is. The more we're going to get into what his terrible contract for Jordan Love is, but I just. I look at it, and, and it seems like Jordan Love said, you know what? Eh, I don't really trust myself much, so I'm just going to take the money that I can get right now. Because I think the Packers yeah, went to him and that. said, hey, uh, we're not going to give you 20, and uh, you can take 13. And I, I saw this tweet here from uh, Jason from Over the Cap. The Love contract with the Packers is something we've never seen. It's a total hedge by Jordan Love. It's bet- basically betting against yourself. Jordan Love could have bet on himself, but he didn't. He took the safe route. And I don't blame him. Like, well, he could have. He could have bet on himself and said, you know what? You don't want that $20 million. I know at the bare minimum I will play well enough to make back $20 million. Or, or, or let's say Jordan Love could say, I'm going to play well enough this year, if you're not going to pick up my fifth-year option, that I know that I can go somewhere else and get $13 million guaranteed sure, next year. Sure. Like I know that I will play well enough to get that. And he said no. He he said, I'm not betting on myself. But again. He said, I'm betting on, I want this money because I want to get paid. Jim, there's always more to the story, right? Nope, this never. isn't Jordan Love going, hey, man, I'm the man, I'm the man, I'm 40, right? Like, I'm going to go out and make $40 million. He, he, he understands the situation in which he's in, which is he has the by far the youngest wide receiving core in the National Football League by over like six years on average. Uh, The most experienced wide receivers on the Packers roster right now are 
Romeo Dobbs and Christian Watson. Uh, and Bo Melton is 26 years old. He is the oldest wide receiver on the team. The team next closest, uh, their oldest wide receiver is 28, and they have three guys that are 28. Um, and I forget which team that is off the top of my head. Bill Huber of Sports Illustrated wrote a great piece on that this morning of, of analyzing the age differences. So Jordan Love understands the guys in his room have about as much experience as he has in the NFL, Jim, and that's why he's making a business decision. I understand your point, right? If, if he was walking in with the 2017 or 2018 Packers uh, core when he has Devontae Adams in his prime and he has a, a, a rejuvenated uh, before Houston and Dallas Randall Cobb and he has other guys that can still make plays, Alan Lazard and EQ, right? When he has a really solid squad around him, yeah, then I think he maybe does bet on himself. But the offense is not set up to, and we'll get to, to some of the escalators in his contract, but the offense is not set up right now, Jim, to win 10 games, to then make a Super Bowl. why in the hell did he sign this contract? Because when you look at it, it's all based on him making more money if he can somehow lift this dead cat well, offense it's, it's, it, to something respectable. You're turning down $10 million guaranteed here's for one the, more year? Here's to give, you, to give yourself two Mar- years? Marcus Mariota, who was coming off multiple failed runs, signed with Atlanta, two years, $19 million, $11 million guaranteed. He was... Older and, and I think Leslie viewed as a prospect than him. Mitch Trubisky, who had his fifth-year option turned down, went to Buffalo as a backup, and then the following year got two years, $10 million, with $6 million guaranteed from the Steelers. Yeah, that's less Jordan, than Jordan Love. Jordan Love would get his money. That's Trubisky twice failed. Mariota three times failed, and they still got well, this Trubisky kind of money. Well, Trubisky only once failed. He didn't fail in Buffalo. He was just But, I mean, he was passed over. But my point is, Jordan Love... Could have bet on himself mildly because, to your point, NFL execs aren't idiots. If Jordan Love went out there and was slinging the pill and guys were running the wrong routes or dropping passes or he looked capable, he'd get his money somewhere else. Quarterbacks get paid money. They Backup do. quarterbacks they do. get paid. Uh, Jordan Love would have been made whole on this. It's not a large number, $13 million. He would have been made whole on this if he just bet on himself, but he didn't. And to the point of your roster thing – would just make him look like an idiot because if he's saying, I don't want to bet on myself because I don't trust this roster, but I'm also going to bet on myself because I have all these impossible-to-reach escalators because of this dog-crap roster on offense, why did he sign the deal? Also, Green Bay, if this is the deal you're bringing to me after signing me in the first round and pushing Aaron Rodgers out the door, pound sand. I'm rolling with it, and if I only get $10 million, fine. I, I just I, I, I understand your point. But I think it is really, really hard to look at it through that lens when you have one start under your belt in the NFL. You've thrown, I think, 83 passes. You've completed only 50 passes in your NFL career. And you have, again, the youngest core of wide receivers and and tight ends around you by far of anybody in the league. Uh, To go back to the Bill Huber article I referenced, he did the math on all 32 teams. Uh, so, as I mentioned, Samori Toure, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson, only one year of experience. That's the most experienced receivers on their roster. Uh, he also made a point to list every receiver on every team that has, or the number of receivers on every team that has at least two years' experience in the league. The Packers have zero. Every other team in the league has at least three wide receivers that have at least two years of experience in the league. So, Jordan Love is taking into account, hey, this might be a little bit of a rocky year. Because although Brian Gutekunst and Mark Murphy and Matt LaFleur won't admit it, maybe Jordan Love and his agent have come to the realization, hey, this is what they call a rebuild in the business. Give yourself two years. Take the money now. 
and make it up. Because in 24, you can go out and light the world on fire, man. You could be a pro bowler. You could make the playoffs. You could be, uh, you know, a third-team all-pro type guy. why does he have guy. faith in this team that won't even sign him? He could say, this team could look at what because I do this year. Because it's a one-year rebuild. It's the way, it's right. the way fans and Jordan Love probably view it, Jimmy. And that's, that's the reality of the situation. Okay, but what... With this contract, this team is saying we actually don't really believe in you much. So why would he say that I'm going to then uh, sign on for this deal? Because you've re- you've written in all these impossible-to-reach escalators. So what's to say you're not going to make me the scapegoat? What's to say that when we don't play well this year, you're not going to say it was a Jordan Love problem, not a, not a me problem? Well, Jim, We're going to go draft C.J. Pa- Williams. What do the Packers owe Jordan Love? What do they owe Aaron Rodgers? They don't owe well, anybody wait, anything. It's a business. Again, why did he sign the deal? Uh, because thanks for unplugging my laptop, man. Yeah, well, I'm at 0%. So. Oh, well, I'm at 18, so I guess you win. Yeah. Um, so, I'm sorry, what was your question? But he also, he's made $10 million already. And I'm not saying, like, oh, but you have a little bit of leeway because you were a first-round pick. You got paid to Jimmy, make a bet on yourself. he's 24 years old. He can make money for the next 15 years right, to be successful. So, this is the path of least resistance. He doesn't no, have to go anywhere and compete. No, he, on he's your, the starter for two I years. He's going to make more money. If I He'll was a Packer fine. fan, I'd be more uh, emboldened about my excitement for Jordan Love choice. if he didn't take the deal. That's what my take on it is. That if Jordan Love said no, I'm yeah. betting on myself. I'm emboldened as a Packer fan that says this guy believes in himself so much that he thinks he can lift this super young roster. And it's so funny. Bill Huber will probably write an article in three weeks talking about how all these receivers are still the best in the NFC North. But setting that Huber? aside, no, no. everyone does this. Everyone's a hypocrite. You know this. Every single person. The, I mean, and I the biggest hypocrite out there is always the person who says, I'm not a hypocrite. Uh, Daryl and Deerfield chimes in. Uh, Jim is exactly right. Yeah, it, it happens. Uh, Ryan and Madison uh, referencing uh, what was this uh, dear? What was your thing here with Ryan and Madison? You had a little well, trade off here. Well, I was talking about biweekly how it has two meanings, yes. and he chimed in that the plural of vinyl is vinyl, um, and then I just responded, "Is that like a deer and deer type situation?" Yes, yeah, so like the, the animal. The, still trying to wrap his brain around the, the English language. Yes, the English language is full of words that have way too many meanings. Yeah, it's annoying. Biweekly is my biggest pet peeve, though. Uh, but the anyway. Biggest. Uh, yeah, so, uh, oh, no, I want to go back to your emboldened point, which great word choice. Uh, I, I, I'm a wordsmith. I get your point on that, but I don't think that's the optic right now this week. I think we come to that conclusion at some point of, oh, he's betting on himself, that makes sense. But I think the initial reaction, if we find out Tuesday, the Packers are declining his fifth-year option and have offered him a contract extension of one year, and we see Jordan Love decline that, we view that as, oh, even though Rodgers is out of town, Love's still pissed at the Packers. This goes deeper than Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love's going to play one year in dash, right? I think that's the way we're viewing this this week if he declines the contract. He views it as $10 million is $10 million. He makes $10 extra million, $13 million guaranteed. Even if he is the scapegoat, Jimmy, he could suck this year. They could say, ah, oh, we're done with you. We're going to ship you off to Atlanta. See you, pal. He still makes $13 million, and then he can go light the world on fire in the ATL if he wants to. So, so our Iron Jack poll question, what, in, what is Jordan Love's most likely path to a million-dollar bonus? And we're asking that because you can look uh, on Twitter. You can see Josh DiMaggio has put it out there. A lot of people have put it out there. You can see the escalators that are built in. We're going to make it very simple for you. 844-770-3776. Yeah, it's a fun poll. Alex and I have picked out the four that seemed the most likely. There was maybe six things that got him a chance at a million bucks. These seemed, out of those six, the four most likely ones. And so we narrowed it down for you. So we're asking you, what is Jordan Love's most likely path to a million-dollar bonus? Make the Pro Bowl. Right now, 15% of you say that. Win 10 games. 62% of you say that. Lead the team to the Super Bowl. 1.9% of you say that. Top 10 pass rating and TDs. You have to have both. 
21% of you say that. How fun is it that you're setting it up as, hey, these are the four most likely options. And none of these are likely. <laughs> and, and number three, specifically, lead team to the Super Bowl. At least the fans are realistic. They're only 2%. Because the one after that is win the Super Bowl. Because <laughs> that's the next escalator right, right, right. for the million dollars well, yeah, was if, to if, win if the Super Bowl. If he's to win the Super Bowl, he'd make $2 million. Riley chimes in on social. Everyone makes the Pro Bowl, especially QB, easiest $1 million ever I, to be made. Yeah, that's where I went. Now, I wonder. I went Pro Bowl. Now, I don't, like, again, what are the, what's the fine, are there fine details in this? Do you have to be initially in the Pro Bowl? Or can you be an alternate? Right. right. Yeah, because I don't know. If you have to be initially, it ain't happening. Well, I would hope, like, Tyler Huntley, a backup quarterback at Baltimore who was a Pro Bowl alternate last year and ultimately played in the Pro Bowl, I hope he made some extra cash because as a backup quarterback beyond Lamar Jackson, those opportunities don't come around very often. But for Jordan Love, I, I'm with Riley on this. I think the, the Pro Bowl, and you're right, I, even if it isn't an alternate, think about the quarterbacks in the NFC right now. Right? Number one is Jalen Hurts. Good luck figuring out the rest of the other 15. I mean, Geno Smith. You'd put Geno Smith as the second best quarterback in the NFC? I'm saying I could easily, easily put him in front of. Like, guys I can easily, unquestionably oh, stack in front, in front of Jordan of Love. Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kirk Cousins, yeah. Geno yeah, Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As far as Pro Bowl type guys. Yeah. Uh, let's, I mean, Kyler Murray. Uh, you can't I mean, write you, him you, off. You know more about him than Love, so yes. Yeah, but I mean, like, he's been that guy. Yeah, Love is probably 13 in the ranking as it stands today. In the NFC. <laughs> right, in the NFC, yeah. But out of 16. So, like, it is a big, I get your point, but the NFC isn't a dearth. It might be a dearth of premium quarterbacks, but there's a lot of high mids. Middle of the pack, yeah. yeah. But, but again, I mean, that's, that's a good opportunity, though, regardless, and we can agree on that. For Jordan Love, and even for your guy, Justin Fields, right, who we still don't know a ton about. He's going to get kind of a revamped offense around him in Chicago. Jared Goff, same thing. The Lions are exciting. And, and to your point, Kirk Cousins. The NFC is wide open from a quarterback-specific perspective, right? We know who the really good teams are. It's Philadelphia at San Francisco at the top. We don't know the other five teams that are going to make the playoffs this year. Somebody's got to win the NFC North, and nobody's a clear frontrunner. Us sitting here and saying, hey, we really like the Detroit Lions, I'm not feeling super secure in saying that. As much as I do like the Lions' chances this year, the Packers could still win the North. It's just going to take a, a good shining moment, no pun intended for March Madness, for Jordan Love. Do you think I should donate $2,500 to Florida Atlantic University? Because I will get a championship ring. The Final Four ring. 844-770-3776. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts, free, on Wisconsin On Demand, and wherever you get your podcasts. May the 4th be with you, Alex Strofe. And also with you. It's Star Wars Day. It's fun, right? I'll take Star Wars Day over Easter. Yeah, you're anti-Easter. I hate Easter. I hate Easter so much. So I've never seen Star Wars. Um, It is what it is. I'm not a big movie guy, and so I I don't have a lot to give you. You are very... I misspoke. Do not. Do not. Do not what? Are you going to say what I told you off the air? No, I was going to say you're just not. I don't want to use the word. You're not cultured, but you're just you're like a sports guy who likes shine down, but like adding movies. Well, or, I love music overall. 
but a very like seems like a very specific genre. Like no. I could go outside of genres, and you're very you're kind of out of it. Like uh, as you said earlier, I do want to give you this one. Yeah, that's fine. You asked the go question. Ahead. Go ahead. This one's bad. Yeah. Who is a better rapper, Skilo or Too Short? And I said, you're just ignorant, man. Because Too Short, if there's a Rap Hall of Fame, would be in said Hall of Fame. Is there not a Rap Hall of Fame? I think it kind of falls into the like the music Hall of Fame. Because Eminem's in that, oh, like okay. the one in Cleveland, Ohio, the Rock and Roll Hall well, of Fame. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yeah. And they but put Eminem's, all sorts of music. Yeah, Eminem and stuff is, is in that. But like Too Short, I don't think he has the quite Eminem sort of like impact. And that's why Eminem's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But if there was a specific Rap Hall of Fame, Too Short's in it. Uh, not Skilo from I Wish. Uh, well, yeah, One Hit Wonder, great tune. Both great songs of the 90s. But setting all Blow aside. the whistle and uh, the other one. <laughs> setting that said. aside, <laughs> uh, who's the coolest Star Wars? You guess that you can't answer it. 844-770-3776. Who's the, the coolest Ooh, person I, in the Star Wars do have uh, universe? Uh, purple lightsaber. Samuel L. Jackson's character? Yeah, is that Mace Windu? Mace, Mace Windu? Windu? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a Mace Windu guy. I just remember I love the purple uh, lightsabers. All right, eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Who's the coolest person in the Star Wars universe? To me, it's the answer is Han Solo. Great uh, pick. One of the most badass lines ever uttered in a movie when Princess Leia says "I love you" to Han Solo before he gets frozen, and he I just responds, you. "I know." <laughs> I mean. Who would want to be able to respond like that? Is, like, that? is that what you say when like you're in an argument with your wife? Like she just goes, "Hey, I love you, honey. Good night." And you say, "I, I know, know, I know." No, I I love you. I know. It just knows you have such a high ground in the relationship at that point, and it's such a good one. Where yeah, that ain't good. Like I high love ground. you. What's that? Did you say the high ground? <laughs> right, but to the point of you know how confident you have to be in yourself and in the relationship. That if someone, that's the first time she said it to him, too. Oh, so then she he's says, not confident in the I love you. And he says, I know. He was pursuing her the whole time. And he was basically telling her, You love me. And then when she finally says it to him, he goes, I know. Oh, I love that. Right? I mean, that's like, good. that is. That's good. Uh, not to be like uh, caveman here, but that's a man's man's answer. Uh, right? I don't oh. have the. The guts to say that. If my wife said it to me now, I wouldn't say, I know. Because really? Because she'd be like, gonna, I mean, I would, but I'm gonna she'd try be like, that tonight. what are you doing? I'm going to try that tonight. And when she gets inevitably upset, because I didn't say I love you too, as anybody should, by the way, um, I will just say, may the fourth be with you. There you go. So if you want to quote anything from Star Wars, you can do that as well. Can What's, I give you- what, If I was to watch one Star Wars movie, which one should I watch? Empire Strikes Back. Okay. Right? Well, Shime, I feel like yeah, you're a Star Wars. That's that's yeah, where you, you and I have talked. About I love stuff. you. I know that's where it's from. That's the fifth one. Just don't watch any of the first three to start. Once you watch the original trilogy, like the original '80s trilogy, yeah, then go back. Yeah, to don't the newer, try to go in order. It's go t- back to the newer ones because the newer ones are bad, but they're bad in a good way. You're talking about wait, which newer ones? Are you talking about the oh, one, two, three? Yes, one, two, three with Anakin Skywalker, high ground, all yes. the terrible cheesy dialogue. Yeah, that's where okay. it gets fun. Good to but know. the the most classic, I think, most famously quoted one would be that's the Luke, I'm your father. All that sort of stuff is from Empire Strikes Back. I would say that is the most influential. So now I'm going to throw a curveball at you, and Strofe going to have to be the best to answer it. But Walsh, I might be able to, and you can chime in eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. In this sort of May 4th sort of world here, what's Aaron Rodgers? Who's Jordan Love? Like, how does this work? How does this... Ryan, I'm going to leave that to you, but how would you apply Star Wars? Uh, I would say to- Jordan Love. I mean, if we're going based off of, like, fathers and sons, it has... Jordan it, Love has to be Luke. 
right? You he, think he's Luke, so he's, he's young Skywalker? Chosen. Well, I mean, Anakin was the chosen one. Aaron Rodgers was the chosen one until he became corrupted and went to New York City to the evil empire, right? I mean, he's got to be Darth Vader. Hey, does that make uh, Brett Favre, uh, whatever the guy Darth is in City charge? Is, yeah, 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 the, yeah, the emperor, yes. You guys are aware you're both nerds, right? That's fair. This yeah, is whatever. nerdy. Whatever, man. Hey, man, t- tell me uh, who Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre and Jordan tell, Love are in this fictional t- fantasy me, land that came out 30 years tell ago. Tell me you're insecure because you don't know what two out of the three people on the show are talking about without telling me you're insecure you don't know what two out of three people on the no, show no, are talking about. No, I will straight about. up tell you I'm insecure. 844-770-3776. Who is the coolest person in the Star Wars universe? You did chime in with Mace Windu. You can chime in on that, 844-770-3776. I'm going with Han Solo. Ryan? I would have to go with... Oh, man. I'd have to th- give, give me a minute to think about it. Okay, I'll come back. Uh, be, I'm, I'm going to give you a minute to think, but I want your mic on. Give me your best Chewbacca impression. Go. I need to drink some water before I Before do that. he gets that, I'm going to give you a joke. There you go. Oh, God. All righty. Why didn't Han Solo like his steak? Why, Jim? Because it was chewy. <laughs> <laughs> that was absolutely, that was absolutely terrible. Disgusting. <laughs> That was. Did you just gargle water? That was your Chewbacca. Because I can't. I can't make the. Oh, you do it. You do it then. Go ahead. No, 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 I'll wait. No, I'll wait. Can we put a complete forever pause on gargling on the show, please? I am the father. Uh, But what do you think of my joke, though? That was good, right? No. How is it not good? Why didn't Han Solo like his steak? Because it was Chewy, which is the nickname for Chewbacca. He's eating his friend, his dog-like animal friend. People like Dog-like? Me. Well, I mean, I think Chewbacca's like his pet, or is it his friend? He's his friend. Chewbacca is like but a man's best friend is their dog. What's that? He's like a sentient being. Like, he has thoughts. Like, it's not just a dog who just, like, thinks, like, you know, bone, like, squirrel. It's he's, like a, Chewbacca, he's, a, he's a Wookiee, not che- a dog. Chewbacca, like, he actually, like, you can't have a conversation with him, but like he actually is like a sophisticated. Thanks, two hundred two hundred years old, two hundred year old Wookie. Are you looking on Wikipedia right now? I am looking on <laughs> Wikipedia. <laughs> that was pretty good. It got Jimmy. <laughs> that was good. Not as good as my joke. I actually but... am on Wikipedia, which is funny you say that. All righty. What the hell are we doing here? We're well. Well, we sat here. I just wanted to. <laughs> it's May fourth. It is like there's merchandise being sold today. It is all over my Ooh. social media. May 4th be with you. It's fun. Just because you are unaware doesn't mean other people uh, are unaware. In fact, one of our friends, Chad, chimed in and said, to your complete uh, oblivious nature to music, said, you know what? I had to, uh, during a commercial break, I'm going to flip on some Too Short for a minute. Uh, What's my favorite word? I don't know. (laughs) What is it? You, I don't know. What is it? <laughs> Look it up on Two Shorts Playlist. You go with female dog. <laughs> Nick and Madison chimes in. Um, let's see here. Strofe, you watch wrestling. Way nerdier than Star Wars. <laughs> All right, Nick. You got me there. That's fair. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, this guy. Pot calling the kettle black. I'll yeah, tell no you doubt. that for sure. No, this no, is no. Rutledge Hamilton. Uh, we are presented by Coors Light. I got my Carbon World Health water bottle over there. Looking forward to get over there tomorrow. Uh, because a couple workouts there a week combined with me taking some semi-glutide has helped me drop about 26 pounds, 
drop my body fat percentage. And the other part of this is like I look good coming into summer. Absolutely. Best I've looked in a long time. So I look good for me. And I'll say that you actually like I feel better. I got to play basketball now on Fridays because I'm carrying less weight. So my knees feel fresher. Obviously, there's a cosmetic part of losing weight, but there is a health part of losing weight. That's why semaglutite was approved by the FDA, because it is important to lose weight. And this is the only FDA-approved weight loss treatment out there. It helps you burn fat, not muscle. Go see Dr. Nestor Rodriguez, ask about their May special, and see how semi-glutite can help change your life. And if that doesn't work for you, maybe it's hormone optimization that's right for you. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. There is some learning that has went on while Jordan Love has not played a lot, understanding how this team operates and how they want to operate offensively. Daryl Deerfield chimes in with a good question, and I'll, I'll throw it out to you, 844-770-3776. Over, under, Packer primetime games, two and a half. Under. I agree. I think they'll get one. There's not a lot well, of... Well, hold on, hold on. We call Thursday night a primetime game? Yeah. They'll probably get a Thursday and a Monday night. It's two and a half. I think the two is a good number. I could see Green Bay, Chicago, even like with the Sunday night. Because one, it's the rivalry, and then you flip it. Chicago, I don't think it'll be good or not, but there's buzz to this team. Justin Fields is a dynamic player, and they added DJ Moore, and I think they're kind of one of those hot picks to be this year's Lions yeah. and Jaguars. So I think there's a little bit of juice to the team. But in, and then more importantly, when you fix in the rivalry part of it, I could see that being some sort of primetime game. Yeah, it's too bad they don't play the Jets this year like they did last year because there's no doubt that's in primetime. Right. Uh, but they do play Kansas City this year uh, at Lambeau. I don't think that's primetime, though. I don't either with the Packers, uh, uh, the Packers half of it. Uh, the Chargers are kind of an interesting matchup, but I don't think they're going to put that in prime time. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. They'll get a Thursday night game. They'll probably get a Monday night game. And then yeah, a Sunday night game, I don't know, man. Because I don't think they'd be good enough to be flexed into it later in the year. Yeah, I don't either. So I, I will still say under. I think they get two. Yeah. And I, I don't and I don't think they get a Sunday night game this year, which would be the first time in God knows how long. What about at Denver? Maybe at Pittsburgh? I mean, those are two like those are historic franchises. Just like you know, yeah. the logos. But like, you know, why are you both, there? both Super Bowl rematches? True. Um, True. I mean, the Denver one's old. Time. Yeah. So I mean, same so with Pittsburgh. The point. I mean, nobody yeah, on the no. Packers was on that team anymore. I don't think that draws it. I mean, honestly, I think their best chance is a Bear Packer because there's just that automatic cachet. Fans show up for that. Lambeau it's just, Field. It's just cool. Or, or Soldier there. Field. Like you just see it and you show up for it. When are the Bears moving? It's a while. They they are they just requested yesterday to tear down what's currently on the Arlington oh, so Park. It's going to be years. Oh yeah, I oh, would okay. say. I, I mean, their lease pretty quick. No, their lease for Soldier Field I think runs for the next four or five years. Oh, so okay. what year is it? Twenty. I'd probably like it's say 2023, like twenty twenty three, Jim. Probably like twenty twenty eight, twenty thirty, somewhere in that range is when this would all be oh, said okay. and done. Never mind. Yeah, no, it's, it's a while out there. So um, it maybe a little bit sooner, but yeah, it's it's a long time before. Uh, that will happen. That's so a great line by Daryl and Deerfield. Two and a half uh, is the right number. Yeah, for Soldier Field there. But I, I do think one of the rivalry games will get in there. I guess the other opportunity would be Lions. So maybe that's where you get – but that could be their two primetime games well, for like a Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. I don't I mean, know. We'll find out a week from today. The schedule I, comes out. 
I, what's your over under that you set for this team this year? Because I think we're talking about Jordan you're, you're Love. We're talking about total? his contract, and we do have an Iron Jock poll question here. And this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. He's Alex Stroff. I'm Jim Rutledge. You can get into the show, 844-770-3776. Our first Iron Jock poll question. Uh, what is Jordan Love's most likely path to the $1 million bonus? I think there was about six things on there. We picked the top four. Right now, win 10 games, number one at 63%, uh, followed by top 10 passing rating and TDs, which seems pretty insane. This is not NFC. It is NFL. Yeah. And even if he, you know, passed per rating, okay, you could kind of – there's plenty of quarterbacks who aren't – You can flick your way into that. Yeah. yeah. They aren't elite. You just complete – you know, you throw a bunch of short passes, complete 70% of your passes, throw 23 touchdowns and three picks. Right. And, but TDs – I don't. I don't see that happening, especially with the core random. And, right, and that goes back to the point I made about the contract earlier. But also, how they're going to try to win. They are purposely, I, I think, especially when you get into the red zone. Like, I, I want to see Aaron Jones run the ball a million times. Right, because I think if you're looking at this Packers offense, how are they going to score in the red zone? It's going to be with the running backs. Yeah. Because asking a young QB to put the ball in the end zone in the red zone is the, that's the most difficult thing for, sure. for a quarterback to do. Well, the other point you can make with with the red zone is they did draft two tight ends in the first two days, right? right? So, I mean, if if they make some really quick progression, one of the two uh, tight ends, Musgrave or, or uh, uh, Tucker, I I always I always want Kraft. to call him T- Tucker Carlson, Tucker Craft. Um, if one of those two guys, well, he just got fired. Bow tie. Hey. Should driving from South Dakota to Green Bay, he drove. Did you hear about this? He drove because he's from South Dakota. He drove here, uh, I think today, and he tweeted earlier today. There is a Culver's at I every that. Wisconsin yes. exit. That's yes. that's awesome. This guy rocks. Uh, but anyway, if one of those two progress very quickly, maybe there. But still, I mean, the most likely progression set. there is Watson, which means later in the year, maybe they're that guy. Yeah. So again, the the sheer numbers. I'm not saying these players won't look good, but I'm talking about accumulation of numbers to be a Pro Bowler yeah. or top ten in passer rating and TDs. Just doesn't, and even ten wins. Like, could the Packers look like a team primed to be really good next year, but also win six games this year? Yes, both those can be true. That they could look really clunky early, I hate and it. then later in the year you could start feeling better about. Hey, look, they got something in Kraft and Musgrave together, and now Watson's developing as a true one, and there's some excitement for the following year. They could go from six wins to ten wins, yeah. but this year might be like. They might have the exact same record or one win less, but you're going to feel a lot better about it. Yeah, you're right about that. And I'm intrigued to see what the actual number is if you want to look it up for win total. Because um, I want I want to take a guess. I'm going to imagine Vegas probably puts them higher than maybe I'd expect. Because if, if my gut feeling would say like five and a half or six and a half, but Vegas knows people love betting on the Packers. Seven and a half. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, that's exactly where I was going to go. Seven. That and seems half. so high because it does you just high. removed. One of the best quarterbacks in all the NFL. And they, barely, your, and they barely won eight games last year. Right. And then you removed your number one receiver. And two years ago, yeah. But Alan Lazard's your number one guy. Uh, He's not on a team. He was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was so. your one for most so. of the year. And you removed him. You removed hate, your, your number one tight end and your yep. number two tight end. Yep. And some of these could be addition by subtraction, but week one, I don't know. And so, though, and Rashawn Gary, your number one defender, or pass rusher, not available most likely. For, right at the beginning of the year, right. For the first quarter of the year. I mean, an ACL injury, a year is not crazy, which no. would put him November. Now, no. if, uh, so I think missing the first four games is not insane. Yeah, it's somewhere between like nine and 12 months typically, but everybody's different. Right, uh, but so I, we'll I think 
being on the pup list to start the year for the first four games is the most. If reasonable. I'm betting, I think that's reasonable. That's probably the most reasonable yeah. way that'll go for Gary. So then the other half of the Packers, though, is their schedule is not a cakewalk, right? I mean, obviously they have the six division games, two each against Chicago, and no Detroit, longer a cakewalk. Like I would say, the Packers are closer to Chicago. Like Detroit and totally. Minnesota are teams totally. fully capable of sweeping the Packers. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, and then you look at their non-conference schedule. Let's start with the AFC. Jim, uh, last year, everybody buzzed about one certain division in the AFC. You know what? I want to do this a little different here. Uh, let's, let's do Tinder time. I want you to give me wins or losses right now. It's seven and a half. I Are you run kidding through. me? No. What's wrong with it? <sighs> because I'm not going to like my answers right now. We're doing it. And it's, uh, it's only May, um, so I'm not going to like our answers. All right. Let's fire it up. Uno momento, por favor. Oh, we're speaking in Spanish. Well, I mean, I didn't think you would understand that, but yeah, based yeah, on I mean, one moment, please. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, while we wait for Ryan to get his uh, fingers right here and get this thing started, <laughs> today, tomorrow, I have not had to find the Tinder Time uh, page on here before. Well, so there's not an open for it. It just uh, there's not. There's just a ah, button that says Tinder ah, Time, yes. and then there's music right that next would be, to it. That would do it. If you like it, Got swipe it. right. There you go. If you dislike it, swipe left. It's Tinder Time. Now play some music for us. Okay. Un momento, por favor. <laughs> you know, I'll be honest, I thought we had this uh, a little bit smoothed out, so this is great. Well, look, what Tinder time. I'm not back there, Jim. See, you underappreciate me. You think I'm such a bad producer, but look at this. Great. So you're, you're not completely incompetent, is what you're trying to tell me here. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm telling you. All righty. They're home games. I'm not going in order here. I'm just going to run through the home games, and then we'll run through the away games. You ready? Yeah, let's go. All right. This is from Packers.com. We will start with... Chicago at home. So at Lambeau? Yep. I'll give that to the Packers. All righty. Lions at home. I'm going to give that to the Packers as well. Okay. Vikings at home. I will give that to the Vikings. All righty. Chiefs at home. I'm not even allowing yeah. you to answer that one. All right. All right. Chargers at home. You shouldn't let me answer that one either. Rams at home. I'll give that one to the Packers. Saints at home. This is one of the teams in the NFC where I'm like, hey, they could win 14 games, they could win three That's games. why I have the Rams, too. Really? You feel that good about them? I mean, if Stafford's healthy, couldn't they win 10, 11 games? Maybe not 14, but... Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'll give it to the Saints here. So and three and four. Tampa at home. Let's go four and four. We'll split the home series. You go 500 at home. All right. Chicago at Soldier Field. Ah... Uh... Sorry, Jimmy. I'm taking the Packers. You there. have the Packers I'm, sweeping I'm, I'm, Chicago. I'm going to take year. a sweep. That is a home. I'm not going to do it, uh, but I'm going to have the Vikings sweep so it'll all even out. So, Lions. Uh, I'll give that to the Lions because I think I give the Packers the home game. And then Vikings. I said they'll sweep them, so that will be a loss as well. So, we have them at 5 and 6 through 11 games. Atlanta away. Who's their quarterback? Desmond Ritter? Yep. B. John Robinson, Young. It's That might be a sloppy game. Uh, give me the Packers. All righty. Uh, Carolina. Bryce Young, this is his coming out party. Even though I don't know what week it is yet, I'll get—I'll I'll give it to the Panthers. Denver, they're gonna fix it with Sean Payton. I'll give it to Denver. Oakland, I'm assuming Vegas. Devonte Adams revenge game. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo throwing a Devonte like that's a pretty. I don't know how their defense is off the top of my head. I'm, they have I'm, Jacobs I'm, out there too. I think that I give that one to the Raiders. All right, I'll join you. We have uh, them at seven or six and nine currently. Giants, Giants, and Steelers, Packers, seven and ten. I got six and nine, so or six and eleven, whatever. So yeah. like that, we're close. Yeah, but there's some optimism. Like you know, I'll, I'll tell you what, that that went better than I thought it was going to. I, I thought I was going to have and realistically only have them win four games. I think five is a fair number though too, because splitting against Chicago and then losing to Giants and Steelers, those aren't crazy. 
No. No. I mean, so I think between five and eight wins is probably the most realistic Chip. window, which is why oh, oh, seven and, and 17 a half. isn't crazy with this team. There's so much unknown. Well, That's here's, the thing. Well, the one part is here's where you're not insane. They right now have nothing behind Jordan Love. So if Jordan Love went down in week one, Sean Clifford, but even if you threw up Matt Ryan, like you're, you're cooked. And maybe that's the point. And you might be cooked with Jordan Love to begin with. That's we honestly, know nothing. But here's the other part of it. I almost would prefer it if I'm a Packer fan to roll with Sean Clifford as a backup because if Love goes down, just like the season on fire. You've got enough goodwill of Packer fans of all these playoff runs and all of this that burn it down and get a high draft pick. Go get pick number two and pick and then, number whatever the Jets have. Right. Pick number two and pick number 30 and you can trade up to number one and get 30, uh, the USC quarterback. 30 is better than 32, Jimmy. 30 is better than 32. Maybe it'll be 32. I hope it's like 21. Well, you can hope in one hand and... Uh, hope is a strategy this year. We're changing the motto. Hope is a strategy this year for the Packers. You know, I got a strategy for you. Get your yep. phones out. 844-770-3776. I'm going to give away some beer right now. It's the Sierra... Nevada Little Things right now. So I'm going to give away a case of Sierra Nevada Little Things. 844-770-3776. It is a variety pack, which means you're going to get some citrus wheat ale. Uh, you're also going to get uh, some awesome other flavors there. So citrus wheat ale is my personal favorite, but it is a variety pack. 844-770-3776. I think the Packers are going to win five games this year. So caller number five, you will get the variety pack of the Sierra Nevada Little Things, uh, headlined, in my opinion, by the Citrus Air, the sunny little things there from our good friends at Sierra Nevada, but it is a variety pack. You will get a ton. Caller number five gets the variety pack, 844-770-3776. You also get the Little Things IPA, which is an Imperial IPA, a Hazy Ale, which is also delicious, and then you also get a it's a sour ale called Wild Little Things, so sunny Hazy, big, and wild. That's all in the variety pack. Caller number 5, 844-770-3776. This is Rutledge and Hamilton. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. But I think you have two guys. Musgrave is a vertical guy. Um, he's got some juice to him. He can attack all three levels. Kraft is, to me, kind of a complete multi-dimensional tight end. That was Greg Cosell on Wilde and Tausch uh, earlier today. You can listen back to Wisconsin The Man, Apple, Spotify, any of those great places. You can listen back to this show as well and all those great places. That's brought to you by our good friends at Revive Restoration. Go to revivepros.com to uh, learn more if you need mold remediation you need uh, you have smoke damage you have water damage in your time of need whether it's for your home or for your business let the revive pros at revive restoration be there for you to help get things back on track quickly josh is a great supporter of everyone uh in the madison community and so when you need help let him support you as well revivepros.com we uh this is Rutledge and hamilton we are presented by coors light our good friend Matt in Beaver Dam chimes in. He won the beer, so congratulations to Matt. Yeah, uh, Matt. Awesome. Awesome for him. He's Alex Stroff. I am Jim Rutledge. We are talking about the Green Bay Packers and Jordan Love. The over-under is 7.5, and, and I would bet the under on that for the Green Bay Packers because last year, injured Aaron Rodgers or not, the team on paper was designed to win more games than eight and should have won more games than eight. Winning the NFL is hard, and now that you don't have – 
Aaron flipping Rodgers to unlock some of these games that you may have lost other years, you're going to see the difference. Forget the stats. I'm saying in the game between having a 39-year-old, 38-year-old quarterback who has won countless games, won a Super Bowl, won all his playoff games, never get shook, has seen everything you can see on a football field, and when the team gets down or when you're in a shootout or when you're on the road, all these things that make it hard to win in the NFL. I'm not even saying Jordan Love will be bad. I'm saying that even a good Jordan Love winning six games with this team could be really difficult. Uh, uh, Yeah, but it's also a thumbs up, right? The sooner we accept, and I think a lot of us have already, right? Because we've talked about the excitement that that this year brings because it's such a different circumstance than what Packers fans have been used to the last three decades. You know, you go into every season with championship aspirations and expectations – Whereas this year, it's okay. This is probably a little bit of a rebuild, if not a full-blown rebuild. Um, and you might win, I don't know, three games. You might, you know, if things go really well, you might win ten. But that is things going really well. The, 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 the best part about this unknown that the Packers are entering is, is that the NFC is wide open, right? I mean, there, there are only like two really good teams, and neither of them are in your division. You win your division, you're in, you get a home game in the playoffs. The Packers, while it's not super likely they win the division, in fact, I haven't looked at the betting odds on that, but I would imagine they're probably in fourth place of the four teams to win the division. It's still on the table. You just need Jordan Love to be, I don't want to say competent, because he needs to be better than that. But good, not great, not awesome, not rock star, not pro bowl, but good. 2008 Aaron Rodgers threw for 4,000 yards, 28 touchdowns, 64% completion percentage. Packers won six games coming off of a, a uh, NFC Championship game appearance. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was a better team, too. Right. That's my point. Six but, games is a hell of an achievement. NFC was also good that year. Jordan Love could go out and put up the same numbers Aaron Rodgers put up last year and his team could win three less games just because he doesn't know how to win games. And that's not saying he can't, he won't know how to do it. No. It's not like he's some prolific winner at Utah State. No, you're, you're, you're the expert on bad quarterback play, right? And you say that all the time because you are. And, you know, Justin Fields is a good example from a year ago, a guy that was in numerous, numerous one-score games. I believe the Bears games. were 0-8 in one-score games. Yeah, because it's just closing it out. It's, it's, it's an instinct that comes with time and reps. And It's not even an inst- It's more than this. How does this affect the Packers' defense? We've talked about this for years. They are, and this is not a bad thing when you have the ability to do it, they're a front-running defense. When you're up, and then they can play downhill, and then all of a sudden you're behind – and now you have to for Kirk, force Kirk Cousins to be a, only a passer. And now you know what's coming. Now you can pick him off and make yeah. him look like an idiot. Jay Cutler, you did that too. You've done that to Jared Goff at times. And because Aaron Rodgers putting all this pressure, like, oh, crap. And now they're up 21 nothing. We can't, Now the difference is even in this game. If the Lions are down 17 nothing early, like oh, let's say things got a hand, well, they still feel like they can go out and say, you know what, we're going to stick to the run game because – we don't have to worry. We don't yet have to worry about Jordan Love putting up thirty more points. We might, they might put up seventeen, but we don't know what Jordan Love. They might only get to twenty-four. We yeah. feel like our defense can slow them down, so we're not going to get out of our. We're not going to get over our skis. There's a whole like mental factor to to Jordan to uh, Aaron Rodgers, and I don't know what Jordan Love will be, but I do know he will not have that Tiger Woods, Aaron Rodgers type sway over a team. Yeah. and the Packers defense unquestionably benefited. From Aaron Rodgers when he was able to give them a lead. Without because a every time there was a game that was back and forth, and we talked about this, what happened? Aaron Rodgers obviously didn't come through for the Packers against the Lions, but what were the Lions able to do against the Packers defense at the end of that game? Bleed out the game. 
The 49ers bleed out the game. Every big game the Packers have lost, yes, Aaron Rodgers has also you know, not been maybe as good as he needs to be, but when the defense was asked to buck up and make a stop and really be the reason you win, they get pushed around the field and they're allowed to be bled out on the field. How many of those 49ers went down the field uh, the, the, uh, the year before and Robbie Gold gets a game-winning field goal? Jimmy Garoppolo had like 30% arm strength and you, they just ran it and short passed it down the field, bled out the clock, and kicked the field goal. So the last three times the Packers season has ended, when it's been games where Aaron Rodgers didn't go all the way to his premier level and the defense was relied upon in the end to make a stop, they didn't. They got bled out and died right on the field because Aaron Rodgers couldn't save them. Bled out and died on the field. That's gruesome, Jimmy, but you're, you're, you're correct. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it, this is going to be a brand new identity. Right, I mean, last year this team struggled with storming out of the gates, right, and that that had not really been a, a problem in 2020 and 2021. Aaron Rodgers MVP seasons, they were setting the tone in the first quarter, and they were winning a lot of ball games because they had the upper hand early. Jordan Love, naturally, to your point, is not going to have the ability to go out there, throw four passes for 80 yards and score a touchdown on the first drive. It's just not going to be him, especially early on in the season. He might do that, but it's more of when it goes back and forth, and it's Dallas, and it's lights yeah, are on, and you got to make the play. How many touchdowns in a row in a shootout can you right. score? Because Jordan Love can be good and show promise. Yeah, like, you do. I you can think whatever you want about Justin Fields, but Chicago has promised Justin Fields, and they won three games. So the Packers could only win three, four, five games this year, and they can still feel excited about Jordan Love. Because I'm not writing off Jordan Love. What I am saying is it is hard as hell to win in the NFL. It is. It really is. And the Packers have have done it for a really, 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 really long time. Unlike any other team in the NFL, at least over the course of the last three decades. Right, The only other team that comes to mind that's done it consistently is the New England Patriots, and they've won more Super Bowls than anybody. So uh, that is that is that is how I view it. But again, I I think you know Jordan Love is going to grow tremendously throughout the year. At least we can hope so. He's still only twenty four years old. He has a long career ahead of him if he can be he successful. He'll be better at the end of the year than he was at the start of the year, unquestionably. Yeah, without a doubt. As Daniel, long as he stays healthy. Daniel Slothchild is in wrong show because he's got the train and a choo choo. But could you imagine if Green Bay wins twelve games, surprises everyone, and Jordan Love is the man? and will ultimately be the next Hall of Fame QB. He's ready. The organization is ready. Rodgers was burnt out with that organization. You know why he's saying choo-choo, Jimmy? Everybody around the world, join hands. Let's start a love train. And you can – there's no reason <laughs> they you shouldn't be excited about it. And Matt and Beaverdam chimes in, if the Bears win three games this year, they'll move on from fields. You yes. Think? You think so? If This year, yes. But last, really? they are, that's why they have – and it's the same blueprint the, the Packers are doing. Packers have two first-round picks. The Chicago Bears have four picks in the first two rounds. If they don't think Justin Fields is a guy, they can take those four picks and picks into the following year and go get their quarterback. Yeah. But it's the same plan, but they're doing it early. They're paying Justin Fields like $8 million to do it, uh, and the Packers, they're out of time with Jordan Love. But, yes, if Chicago wins three games, unless Justin's out there throwing 30 touchdowns, yeah, they'll move on from him. And that's where the the Packers – they're, a year, they're kind of where they were last year. If, if Jordan Love shows his version of Justin Fields with the Packers, wins and losses won't matter. They will go another year with Jordan Love. Yeah. They might draft the quarterback in the second round or something, but I think they will go another year with Jordan Love if Jordan Love shows flashes like Fields showed last year. And then, you're right, the following year, uh, 2024, is the make-or-break year for Jordan Love. This is the make-or-break year for, for Justin Fields. He's got to look like a guy who took the next step. If he doesn't take a step, he'll be gone. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Cruz Light.